0: Welcome back to another episode of Mixed Chicks Lifestyle. We are your hosts, Maddie and and Tori. Fuck me. <laughs> I said, why did she say and, too? <laughs> because I can't get this right. This is only like the fifth time we've recorded this. And right. My brain is like, no, bro. <laughs> You're not going to get this right. <laughs> Back to another episode of Mixed Chicks Lifestyle, we are your hosts, Maddie and Tori. We are so excited to be back again this week and thank you for your continued support as always. Do feel free to connect with us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We will put links to the social media pages in the description of the episode. As always, please keep in mind this is an explicit podcast with adult content. We talk about various topics from current beauty trends, entertainment and gaming, as well as life experiences and current events. We will be beginning our Ask the Mixed Chicks bonus episodes this month. We will be releasing those episodes on the 15th of every month, so do look out for those. And also, please feel free to reach out to us at our email. That's mxlifestyle at gmail.com. M-X-L-Y-F-E style at gmail.com to share your comments, experiences, and questions for the chance to be featured on our special podcast during our Ask the Mixed Chicks bonus episode. If you'd rather be anonymous, there is a Google form in the episode description that you can fill out as well. Last week, we talked about some of our favorite hair care products, gaming consoles, Inauguration Day, and Presidential Spirit Week. This week on our episode, we will be covering skincare, black movies, doing our WandaVision recap, and talking about Black History Month. So let's jump right into it. Sounds good. So we are going to kick it off with a little bit of skincare, uh, kind of talking about our skin being mixed, how... it it kind of changes over time. Um, Some of the products that we like to use and some of the struggles that we have with our skin. So first and foremost, something that I needed to learn about uh, myself being mixed was how to deal with my skin. Because growing up in a white family, I swear I saw nobody use lotion like 90% (laughs) of the time. So for me, it was like, Why am I ashy? Like the term ashy was something. (laughs) I had to learn as well I'm like why do my elbows look like this like why are my knees like this and so I learned I'm like oh bitch you need lotion so <laughs> skincare is a huge part for being you know a person of color making sure you're using the right products for your skin we have different skin issues like hyperpigmentation you know more prone to ingrown hairs because of our hair uh, texture being a little bit more thick and coarse and curly i I myself, my husband is always like, you look like you do drugs because I scar so easily. Mm. (laughs) Being mixed, I have a lot of um, scarring issues. So having a lighter tone, you can see those markings Mm. really Mm. easily versus on my husband. He's like you know, I, it it takes a lot for me to scar. And so I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Whereas for me, I'm like, uh, my cat scratches me and I have a scar for like six months. So, you know, it's the little things, but yeah. So, so for you, Maddie, what was it like growing up in a white family? Did you have that issue where you were like, oh, I need lotion or was it something that everybody kind of used? I guess lotion in general wasn't hard to come by, but greasy lotion versus like <laughs> not greasy lotion was a really <laughs> hard topic yeah i there's like water-based lotions they don't do anything they make the problem worse like yeah if i use a like i, I don't even know if it's like a water base, but like there's certain types of like liquidy lotions that if i put it on my skin five minutes later i'm putting more on my skin because all it did was dry it out yeah so I know what you're talking about. They're like really, really, really like thin. Yes. So like when you rub it in it. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying where you rub it in and you're like, where did it go? Okay. Yeah. Oh? <laughs> oh, I can't even tell I put lotion on. Oh, okay. Weird. Yep. Yep. Weird. The ashy skin thing was it's more of a personal pet peeve than it is anything <laughs> because like I know when my skin is dry and then when it gets ashy, I'm like, oh my God, it's too far i literally people my friends have like always made fun of me because i look like a teenage boy who's going through puberty because i have this massive bottle of lotion next to my bed at all times i'm weak (laughs) like a teenage boy going through puberty (laughs) because i have this massive bottle of lotion by my bed and it's legitimately just for my skin like yeah no it's just for my skin because i am i get so dry i'm like putting lotion on all the time i have a small tube of lotion in my purse i have one in my car i have an entire bottle of lotion in my office like i am constantly putting lotion on i can't wash my hand the pandemic man i can't wash my hands without putting lotion on right after So the pandemic has been, like, probably the most stressful thing for me because I have to immediately find lotion. I go to the bathroom. I touch something. I wash my hands. I put hand sanitizer on and then I put lotion on. And that has been, like, such a stressful routine. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't think I realized how drying hand sanitizer was. That's a great point. Mm -hmm. When the pandemic first started, I said, what the fuck is going on with my hands? Mm -hmm. Like, dry ass hands and... I was like, D, like I told my husband, I said, are you having the same problem? Or is it just me? He's like, no, my hand's been dry as hell. I mean, you're absolutely right. It is so drying. And I mean, it makes sense. It's alcohol, duh. But you just don't put two and two together at first until you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is really dry. Well, and people at work, like there's like three bathrooms in the place I work and if I use any of the bathrooms that aren't close to my office, like, people see me, like, I will rub my hands together, like, just to, like, make them feel like something is happening because they're, they're dry. Like, I'll go to the bathroom and I'm like, oh, my hands are so dry. They're so dry. And I will go and find, like, hand sanitizer or something else to put on my hands, like, in the moment just so that, like, there's something on there because washing my hands is drying Using hand sanitizer is drying and pre pandemic I would only use hand sanitizers with Shea in them or Mm. aloe vera. Those were the only types of hand sanitizers I was use was using because those both have moisturizing components. So when you put the hand sanitizer on, my hand was like my hands weren't getting as dried out, but After the pandemic, they kind of stopped distributing those because, you know, hand sanitizer was hard to come by a few months ago. And obviously, they just like fast tracked it out and they took away all of my aloe vera and shea hand sanitizers. So I feel like all you can find now is just like off brand tequila hand sanitizer. sanitizer And you're like, you said what? Tequila hand sanitizer? Yeah, I feel like I'm like, okay, I see this shit. And I'm like, I never heard of this brand before in my life. Like, can I really trust this? Like, and then you see all these things in the news where it's like, don't buy sanitizer from these brands. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, is this all the. Yep. list? because this looks like it could. Have you smelled them? You're like, these girl, I've had some, like, even at stores, yes. okay, where they're offering it. Yep. And I remember one time I went somewhere, I said, did they dump a bottle of cologne in this shit? Because I literally was like, what the fuck is that smell? Yep. Like, I got into the car, my husband's like, who were you with? And I said, what are you talking about? I still have my mask on. So I had no idea. And he's like, who are you with? And I'm like, what you talking about? I took my mask off. I said, did you spray something in here? He said, no, (laughs) you brought that smell in with you. I said, I did not. I said, I went into the store, dropped some shit off or returned some shit, grabbed something else and came back out. Like, what? That's it. He's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't know. And as my hands got closer, I smelt it. And I was like, oh, bro, I did use some of their sanitizer. What the fuck was in that sanitizer? So now it just made me skeptical. Like. Okay, if it's not a brand that I've gotten before, Mm -hmm. like at this point, I'll just use Bath and Body Works sanitizer because that shit smells good. But it's like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, we're in a pandemic. Now is not the time to fuck with sanitizer. Well, you must be getting some lucky sanitizer because the sanitizer we've been getting out here at least is straight smells like someone poured a bottle of bottom shelf tequila into those bottles. It is like you put it on and people are like, hey, did you go out for lunch? Because it's like... (laughs) You literally smell like you were just on, like, a four-day bender in Mexico. And it's, like, ugh. Gross. Like, and I... Just my hands. I don't... I said in Mexico, and I realized, like, in hindsight, the immediate hindsight of me saying in Mexico... I just mean, like, usually if you go to Mexico, you're, like... On vacation, I was trying to like make a joke about Mexico. I just was like, Mexico. I'm not saying all Mexico, or she's like, I'm not saying that all Mexicans drink tequila. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that like vacation, Mexico, beach, those were the correlations. Tequila, tequila. Okay, but still. No, I feel you. I feel you. So obviously we we got on a tangent there, but um, (laughs) no, I mean, I've, again, with like my skin changing, not only just with the pandemic, which is uh, obviously a specific situation, but with different times of the year, being in winter right now, my skin is really dry. I mean, it's like, it's ridiculous. I can't put on enough lotion and then in different climates as well like when i travel mm-hmm. when me and my husband we went to the islands for our honeymoon let me tell you my skin has never like i had a genuine glow and i brought all this lotion with me because i'm like oh my god it's gonna be hot this that and the third no i did not use a lick of lotion the entire time and i'm the type of person where i put lotion on every single time i get out of the shower yep. and a- anytime in between so For me to not use any lotion for an entire week long cruise, like for a whole week, when I say I did not use lotion for an entire week, I truly mean that. Like lotion who? Like literally (laughs) my skin, when I say my skin was glowing, I was like, like, I felt like a fucking goddess. Like I just was walking around like, oh, this shit is amazing. (laughs) Like, oh my God, I need to move here. Like it was humid but it wasn't anything unbearable like it genuinely felt like i belonged yep. there and my skin responded when i came back home i felt like fucking spongebob in <laughs> sandy's dome my shit said it, shit and was dry <laughs> girl when i say my shit was dry my skin was like i literally bathed in sanitizer just everywhere. It was so dry and it took like two weeks for me to finally get it back to normal. But that's the best way I could describe it. It literally was like, oh I'm fine and dandy do do do. And then it just went psych and dried Ugh, up immediately. Gross. Horrible. Gross. I just keep having flashbacks to that video that what was it? It's like the song and the guy, he's like, I'm petty. P-E-T-T-Y, petty. And, like, his <laughs> ashy-ass knees. Like, I yes. think about that all the time. And, like, you know he put, like, baby powder or something oh. on his knees to make him look ashy. But it was, like, that yep. was perfect. So funny. So that video has been, like, just playing on repeat in my head as we've yes. been talking about ashy skin. <laughs> That was real life me when I got back from the islands. Like, I was a whole nother white of ashy. Like, it just was a whole nother level. I was like, oh, what is this? (laughs) But I know, too, you know, for us as well, like, with traveling and things like that, I mean, sunscreen, too. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'm black, so I don't have to have sunscreen. Well, being mixed, (laughs) I still burn sometimes. So I like to put on sunscreen sometimes just to be safe. I've only noticed, literally, I only burn on my shoulders. I've only ever burnt on my shoulders. I could be out, laid out, in a bikini, fully exposed. Only thing that's getting burnt is my shoulders. Same. That's it. So weird. So I'll usually put sunscreen on my shoulders, Mm -hmm. but everything else, I'm like tan on. Like I tan instantly yep. when i go outside i mean i could be outside just doing yard work yep. and i come in and i'm like oh looks like you just went on vacation yep. great so sunscreen is always huge um i know a lot of people especially like my husband he's like i don't need sunscreen and i'm like well you might want some just just in case but it's not for the purpose of burning it's for the purpose of just protecting your skin even though we maybe don't necessarily need it quote unquote yep. But I'd rather be safe than sorry and not have my shoulders burn. <laughs> my mom's going to listen to this Personally. and be like, don't forget, you never put sunscreen on. Like, I am literally the queen of, well, I'm black. I don't need sunscreen. That, I'm yep, that was literally me. the queen of that because I say that to people all the time. They're like, oh, I need sunscreen. Like, don't forget to buy sunscreen. I'm like, "Nope, girl, I don't. I'm black. I don't need it. Yep. I don't need it. Yep. And I don't. But then I do burn on my shoulders. But like, I have never had yeah. a burn where I've like. Okay, she's gonna call me out for this too. There was one summer that I got like a little bit of heat stroke. Not quite heat stroke, but like a little bit of like. <laughs> I was outside for like way too freaking long, okay? Eight hours. Yeah. I was helping my dad build a fence. Yes. And I was like 13, 14. And I was out there yep. in a tank top and like shorts helping him build this fence. And I came inside and I like died on the floor. <laughs> so my mom's. Been... It's like I had a stroke. Listen, That's If it. I didn't bring this up she'd be like oh don't forget the time that you almost you know well whatever here that was me bringing it up anyways I besides that time I like have burned once twice maybe on my shoulders yeah and even then it's like maybe peeled a little bit but I've never had like blistering or any of the other stuff like Sometimes my mom, when I see her skin after she's been out in the sun for, like, five minutes, I'm like, ooh, girl, you literally just need to go live in a igloo. Seriously. like, Seriously. I cannot. Like, you're blistering? You were outside for five minutes. Yep. Yep. I cannot imagine. Literally, that's me. Like, how you exactly put it. You're like, I was outside for eight hours and I burned. Yeah. That's yep. me. I could be outside for hours. Yep. Hours. Yep. And then, like, that last little bit where it's like, bitch, this is too much. Yep. You need to go inside then that's where it's like oh okay and again same thing as you it's not even something where you see some people god you're like holy shit are you okay (laughs) like you are red like fucking stop sign red like you look like you just hurt the lobster what's up when i literally literally and then the blistering like it's like the whole nine i'm like jesus christ like for me literally the tops of my Mm -hmm. shoulders will burn that is mm-hmm. it and even then it's like okay i push on it i see it's yeah. red it might hurt a little bit for like a day right. but it's nothing to where i'm like beat red and i'm light skinned yeah. so i turn yeah. red like i'll scratch my skin my husband always is like what the fuck is wrong with you i'll scratch my arm mm-hmm. or something and my arm will get like raised from like where i scratched or something it's just i have sensitive yeah. skin and it'll turn a little bit red yeah. so you can see when i turn red but it's nothing like i've seen how white people turn like they are beat red and it's Like you said, after five seconds, they step outside and they're fucking hurt. Like with me, I could be out there for hours. So I was the same boat with you where I'm like, I don't need sunscreen. I'm good. Mm -hmm. And then it took one time on the river of like eight, (laughs) nine hours. And then I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just put a little bit on my shoulders. like, I've tried to explain this to people before because they always assume that you and I have like the exact same skin and like the same skin problems and same hair and same hair problems. And like I've tried to explain to people, um, especially when it comes down to like this. You are slightly lighter than i am and i no one oh my god no one understands this so i'm gonna try to explain this real quick your skin has blue undertones my skin has red undertones yep and so you have that lighter softer kind of pigmentation melanin complex going on i have a as I get called a high yellow all oh the God. time. You yes. <laughs> another topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but you have that lighter complexion with the blue undertones. Yeah. So lighter things are generally what you're looking for. Whereas I am like I have red undertones. I'm a little bit darker. And so I need like darker things. And like when I go to look for makeup, like I always look for the warm colors, the warm tones. Right. Because that's what my right. skin needs. And so when you talk about, like, scratching and, like, the red, like, when I burn on my shoulders, I don't even have red. I seriously have to get in the shower and, like, feel the pain that the water creates. Oh, yeah. That is when I know I'm sunburned because, like, it'll get darker, slightly darker than the rest of my skin, but it won't be, like, visible red. It'll be, like, yeah, I don't know, like, a little bit browner. Like, that's, like, the best way to describe it because that's actually what happens to my shoulders. Right. Yeah, no, I get red, not like white people burnt (laughs) red, but like (laughs) I'll get red. And then I think with it being on my shoulders, depending on the cut of shirt that I have, the top part of my shoulders would be dark red. And then as it goes a little bit farther back, kind of on the backside where it's usually more covered and uh, I'm a little bit more lighter over there, that's where it starts to get a little bit more like red. So, yeah, I completely understand where once you get in usually that's when i notice it Mm -hmm. is when i get into the shower as well and i'm like oh shit and then i get out and then i look and i'm like oh yeah i'm red Mm -hmm. that's red like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i completely feel you there kind of along that line as well with uh like skin issues like hyperpigmentation i always thought it was like acne scarring so i would always treat my acne scars (laughs) or like hyperpigmentation for acne scars and i'm like this shit's not fucking working (laughs) no bitch it's hyperpigmentation (laughs) So, <laughs> like, learning that aspect of my skin and scarring and the difference between those two and the, how they're treated mm-hmm. differently. And, you know, I that was just something that I never was really taught about. Right. So, learning how to treat my skin and things that my family didn't really know about or hear of. I mean, obviously, they know about scarring, scarring but, like, hyperpigmentation. Yeah. I was just told, oh, that's just, that's just a scar. Right. It wasn't oh, no, that's hyperpigmentation. Here, use this instead, right. you know, so or do this instead. And when I learned that, I was like, holy shit, this just, like, changed everything for me because that's when my skin started to clear up mm-hmm. because I thought it was acne scars. So I was trying to treat it for that and nothing mm-hmm. was working. And then I realized, oh, I need to be using these products instead. When I realized that, I started using products that were treating hyperpigmentation. Yes. So I started using more cocoa butter on my face using more African black soap. African black soap was like a godsend for me. So using different products that actually help with that (laughs) took care of the problem. So I know for me, hyperpigmentation was an issue growing up that I didn't even know I had until I was older. Right. Yeah. I, (sighs) I'm going to have to bring up the accidentally burning my forehead, Harry Potter scar. So when I, <laughs> she's a Harry Potter scar. Yeah, <laughs> when I was in college, like my freshman year of all freaking years, I was in a sorority and I was going to a sorority event and I was in a hurry and I was trying to straighten and curl my hair like so that it looked nice so that I could do it like a nice little updo, and I'm like in a hurry because I'm running late and I'm trying to curl my hair, I'm trying to curl my bangs, and I have the curling wand and I. Like look down at my phone or something like that. I can't remember exactly what but the curling iron hit me right across the forehead right in the middle straight up Harry Potter style. So I had this scar down the freaking middle of my forehead. I could not hide it no matter what I did. Like it was right in the middle that's the worst and of course like the day of the event it was just kind of like a red mark and then the day after it scabbed and then you know progressed into a scar and it it was there for like two years and people people would always be like oh like didn't that happen your freshman year and i'm like yeah i'm well aware it happened my freshman year right and (laughs) they're like well why hasn't the scar gone away i'm like i don't know (laughs) like it It won't go away. It's been here forever. Right. And I can't remember exactly what I changed in my routine, but I changed something in my routine from treating it as a scar and like, you know, putting scar cream on it and like burn cream on it and stuff. Right. To putting like moisturizing products on it and kind of attacking different type of attack. And I think I was accidentally treating hyperpigmentation because I really didn't know what I was treating and it went away like a month. Yeah. Literally, because I think that's what happens is it, it, it'll it turn into a scar, mm-hmm. but that scar is temporary, mm-hmm. but then it turns into hyperpigmentation mm-hmm. to where you're like, your skin is trying to pigment. It's literally what it says. Yes. It's hyperpigmenting that yeah. area. So it's not a scar. There's just extra melanin pumping into that area. Yeah. Literally, like that's it. So... it it truly is you have to treat it differently if you're putting scar stuff on it it's not going to do anything that's not what it is it's not a scar so it looks like it so that's where it's hard but then once that scar shit that you're putting on it isn't working you're like oh okay this is hyperpigmentation yeah like there's certain ones where you can realize where like you'll get like patches some people get patches Mm -hmm. of like hyperpigmentation i personally don't but i'll have like spots to where like okay this used to be like a a pimple or something and then It'll go away or I'll like I'll pick at it because that, that was like a huge bad habit of oh, mine. Yes. <laughs> so then it would start out as a scar and then turn into that hyperpigmentation. So yeah, you may have to treat it as a scar at first to maybe help prevent it from turning into hyperpigmentation. But then after a certain point, you're like, okay, this isn't going away. This is hyperpigmentation. Right. Right. So those products, like I said, for me, African black soap, uh, cocoa butter, Palmer, Palmer's cocoa uh, butter yes. specifically is my favorite. I use that everywhere. And then I used to use and still do uh, rose water and glycerin spray as just like a nice light moisturizer. Mm-hmm. So I'm not packing on more products. And then lately I've been using a simple kind to skin moisturizer mm-hmm. where it's not exfoliant. It's just something nice and light for my skin. And I've noticed that that's helped kind of tone down a lot of things Mm -hmm. you know my skin was getting really really dry I'm still kind of dealing with some of the hyperpigmentation so trying to use lighter I guess I don't want to say cleaner but like cleanser (laughs) more naturally yeah uh products with less chemicals and things like that really help with that as well yeah I also am a big fan of like Palmer's cocoa butter love 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 that my favorite lotions are from Palmer's cocoa butter and (laughs) so I'll like my skin is very tolerant to the things I do besides the hyperpigmentation like of course it'll scar and stuff but I can switch up my products and switch up what I'm doing and my skin usually kind of bounces back and like kind of figures out what it's doing pretty quick so (laughs) it wasn't until 2020 that I realized that I needed to have like a true skincare routine. And the only reason that 2020 made me realize I needed a true skincare routine was because I was wearing masks. And all of a sudden there was a buildup of oil in the same spot of my face and I was breaking out. I was having clogged pores. I still am breaking out. I'm still having clogged pores on my chin, especially my chin and around my nose Mm -hmm. because I wear a mask eight hours a day when I'm at work. And so right. I just have constantly have all of that buildup of bacteria in there. I'm not somebody who's leaving my house for two, three hours here and there. Like I'm leaving my house for eight, nine, 10 hours at a day. And so right. 2020, I was like, oh, well, I need a skincare routine because this is getting bad really fast. Yeah. So that's where I kind of have come to love certain different products. I'm still trying products. I'm still finding new products. So something that I really love for my hyperpigmentation is this new brand. I don't know how new it is, but it's a new brand I've discovered. It's <laughs> Meli, Malay. I don't know. It's M-E-L-E with like an accent on the top of the E. So I don't know if that's like changing the pronunciation or if it just makes it look cool. right? But right. It's designed specifically for skin with melanin in it. And it is designed by black, two black women and all black scientists, etc. It's like a really cool brand. And they have formulas that are designed specifically for hyperpigmentation in melanin skin. And yeah, that's dope. in the week that I have been using their cleansing tonic and their serum... Their Dark Spot Hyperpigmentation Serum, the few dark spots I've had on my chin for a while have, like, significantly decreased in size and in color. Like, they're going away very quickly. Right. And I'm so happy about that. So happy with their products. And I know toners, tonics that usually get a really bad wrap, you're not supposed to do it because it's, like, sloughing up a layer of skin and kind of technically bad for your skin... But, oh boy, has that made the difference, like, completely in the way my skin looks. No, that's awesome. Yeah, you were telling me about that, and I'm like, oh, that's going on to uh, my uh, need to get list, because yes. that sounds amazing. What, what are some of the other products that you use? Yeah, so, like I said, I'm still kind of, like, digging around, learning about products, figuring out products I like. Right now for a moisturizer, I'm using one from Urban Skin Rx. It's a vitamin C moisturizer that I just found. Love it. It literally smells like an orange going on my face. I'm like, wow, this is great. Oh, that's nice. Again, another product designed specifically for skin of color. I haven't done a lot of research on their brand or anything, but yeah, their entire like line was all for skin of color. I was like, yes, love that. As far as cleansers go, I'm still trying to figure out a good cleanser that I like. So I've used, I'm currently using Soap and Glory cleansers. I really like the scent. I really like the different types of cleansers that they have. And they have like a wide variety of it. Plus the packaging's really cute. So <laughs> that just adds a nice little cherry on top. Adds a little cherry on top. So I had to, I have to do it. I always, for as long as I can remember, I've always used a Neutrogena, combination skin moisturizer before i put my makeup on Mm. it's kind of a more water-based one but it's perfect for like right before you put your makeup on because it's not too heavy so my urban skin moisturizer is too heavy to use before makeup because i feel like i have a cake face all day but my neutrogena one is light enough that my skin still gets a little bit of that moisture especially with the combination skin one But I can still put makeup on, like, even if I'm just putting on, like, powder, I can still put that on there without feeling like, oh, my skin's weighted down. So I really appreciate that. That's always nice. Oh, yeah. So nice. Another brand I've tried out and I kind of like is Versed. It's a little bit more expensive, but it's aimed at all skin types. (laughs) All skin types, right. but not skin colors. Right. <laughs> they do have a really no, nice man. like under eye cream that I've been using. It's like the i911. I'm like, it's just an eye oh, cream. Oh, Lord. Like, stop. Right, right. I like it. It's a little sticky, kind of a gel type thing, but it it feels so good. Like, silky almost. I, I like it a lot. So I use their okay. eye cream. And then... Organics is another brand that I use kind of, I use it, for, there's some of their hair stuff too, but they have a really good like lotion and a couple other like body creams, stuff like that. Uh, most of them that you can only get online, but really love the Organics brand too. And then typical, everyone use CeraVe. So <laughs> yes, I yes. use CeraVe too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that doesn't make anything less expensive. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Especially some of like the more I feel like black oriented products, oh just like with hair care. You're like, OK, look, <laughs> I know this is a little bit more niche, which it it should be. It genuinely shouldn't be. But like, bro, I'm sorry I have melanated skin. Can I get the same bottle of lotion, please? Please. I didn't (laughs) ask for my melanin skin. It just happened, okay? Right. Right. I'm proud (laughs) of it. Don't get me wrong. But girl, can I still get the same price? Like, Please? That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking for a lot in this world. I know I say that for a lot of things, but I'm not. Yep. Yep. I... (laughs) Like so it is so expensive just like with hair products and again same thing okay it says it does this just like with hair products but do i want to spend the money on it and then it not work and then i'm mad not necessarily so some of the ones that you've you've said that you use like you know the the i've I don't know. It's like melee. Melee. Mele, I, I don't know. The only. I'm really intrigued. The only problem I had with melee was that my bottle of toner and the bottle of serum that I got that are both like, I don't even know how many ounces are in there. Maybe like two ounces in the toner and like an ounce in the serum. Both of those are $23. <laughs> Wait, each? Yep. $46 for three ounces of fluid? Yep. Oh, girl, see, look, this is why I don't go into, like, fucking Sephora or <laughs> none of that shit. Because I'm like, look, bitch, I'm not spending $50 on a fucking clear bottle of lip right. gloss. Like, this is not happening. So, it's just like... <sighs> I, The only reason I took the risk is because I hadn't seen a product like that in Target. And, you know, part of me, like, in the back of my head was like, okay, I really want to give this a shot. I really like Target. I want to keep seeing products like this from Target. If someone buys it, maybe Target will keep carrying it. So I was like, all right, I'll buy it. You know, if it doesn't work, great. I'm never touching it again. But if it works, awesome. I want to keep going. So I bought it because I want Target to keep carrying it. Target, please keep carrying that. And then, of course, for the specific reason of hyperpigmentation, because there aren't too, too many products out for it. So the fact that it's, like, specifically formulated for that is definitely awesome. So I may have to just... Just uh, spend $23 on an ounce of fluid and see how it goes. It's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. Well, let's uh, kind of shift gears here a little bit and kind of dive more into the entertainment section of this episode. So I'm yes. really looking forward to this section in theme of black history month we're going to kind of talk a little bit about some of the new black movies that are coming out uh and then we'll also kind of dive into our wandavision section so we will give a heads up when we are diving into that section so y'all know to either skip ahead or jump in with us because we are looking forward to this I I was looking forward to this last week when episode three came out. So (laughs) we will dive into that uh, after our black movies uh, section. So there's a lot going on in movies, some different movies coming out, different genres uh, that I'm looking forward to. I know the one that I'm really looking forward to is uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. I am all about Black Panther movies. You know, I I think with having uh, a husband who's very like, I guess militant is the way to use it. He's very like pro Malcolm X versus pro Martin Luther King. And that's kind of like, I don't want to say rubbed off on Mm -hmm. me, but in a good way Mm -hmm. in the sense where I'm like, no, we need to, you know, make a stand. Like, you know what I mean? Like protesting is great, but we are fighting for our lives, a war, literally. With people who are literally killing yes. us, so you know, I'm I'm like f- all for the Black Panther party, like that is mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm just so for it. And hearing more and more about like Malcolm X speeches, and you know, hearing more about him because a lot of the times we'll kind of dive into this about you know in Black History yes. Month, but just hearing more about him, I was just like, ooh, I really like what he's going for, yes. like. We're dealing with violent people. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is just the way it is. So, I'm really looking forward to this movie. I know this kind of reminds me of like The Klansmen, but switched. Yep. Kind of mm-hmm. where this is now infiltrating, not, I don't know, I guess, yeah, infiltrating the Black Panther Party because he's trying to get intel, mm-hmm. right, on the chairman. Uh, Fred Hampton because he's he's being offered a deal from the FBI right right? so he's trying to save his ass by giving the FBI more intelligence whereas with like Black Klansmen it was he was infiltrating the KKK to get more intelligence right so this is going to be really interesting to see how they do this I love the actors the main actors I mean Come on. Like the two lead actors, I just, I just love them. I mean, Daniel did a really great job in Get Out. Mm -hmm. Lakeith, I love him. I mean, he's played in so many different things that I love. He did a really good job in Get Out. I mean, they both played in Get Out. So you have that. Atlanta. I absolutely fucking love him in Atlanta. He is just <laughs> hilarious. Like, every time I see him, he just reminds me of just kind of like, I don't know, like, he just kind of reminds me of just like this goofy dude, but he's just a good actor. So I'm excited to see him in this role, just in a in a different type of a role, I guess. But that kind of, you know, we're, we're really mainly focusing on black movies, so I figured that would be a really good yeah. start, especially since it's going to be coming out, what, in a couple weeks, right? I think so. think it's coming out in a couple weeks yeah so we're looking forward to that that is one that i would pay for to see Mm -hmm. um like if it's coming out like streaming or whatever i would pay to see that i was gonna say does it say if it's coming out digital only or is it gonna make a premiere in movies or in the theaters god movies you know i don't know but i know where i am our theaters are still closed so (laughs) like if i could (laughs) are you fucking serious um you can go to the movie theaters yeah Oh, bitch, I don't remember the last time I didn't seen a movie theater open. Can you just <laughs> stop for a second remember where I live? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Oh, it's in theaters and on HBO oh, Max. Yes. Fuck yes. Okay, so I'm watching on HBO Max. Go. Boop, boop. So our mid-February episode, yes. <laughs> we will probably be giving you a uh, recap because I have been looking forward to this fucking movie yes. ever since I saw it come out. I'm so excited. it's going to be on hbo max for streaming for 31 days maddie you can go and see it in the movie theaters with to. the white people who don't wear their masks well, so have fun i not going to honestly at this point <laughs> they won't be probably going to see this anyway so are you kidding me <laughs> maddie will be the only person in the movie okay i am this. not going to the movies like right now at no, all like, no not no there are movie theaters that are open here, and it scares the living crap out of me. I just, no. <laughs> it's like a cesspool yes, of the COVID, I feel like. The only reason I would want to go to the movie theaters right now is for the popcorn, but I just don't trust it. Be- <laughs> I'm in and right. out. Like <laughs> I would want to be like, okay, I need some popcorn, and I'm leaving. Like I'm going to go watch Judas yep. and the Messiah, Black Messiah at home, but I need some popcorn to watch it at yep. home. But also, I don't want you to put your Grammy hands in it. Can I come back there and dish it up myself please can i right. can i just borrow you have a different scoop? popcorn machine i'll make it myself Right. Like, i just i don't know i don't know what they be doing in that butter they literally be putting their whole foot in that butter i need to know what kind of butter they use cuz right. and the popcorn popcorn fucking kernels i don't know it's the whole thing i mean i you don't know what they be doing like butter. you try to make it at home seriously you try to make that shit at home it's like movie theater popcorn no, no it's not this tastes like freaking I don't fucking know. A like the bottom of the bag movie theater popcorn. She's a toe <laughs> it's bad. girl. She said, a toe. <laughs> seriously, that's probably the best way you could explain it. I'm like, this is just like the regular pop bag popcorn with a little bit of extra butter. No, there it's a whole <laughs> different flavor yes. at the movie theater. I don't know what they be doing, but I mean, I've even gone as far to get, like, the Orville Redenbacher, mm-hmm. like, pop, movie theater butter mm-hmm. oil shit. That's not the no. same either. Something is in mm-hmm. there that we probably shouldn't have in our system, but they know we need it, and so they put it mm-hmm. in there anyways. I need. I just need to know what they do to that shit, because it is... I literally get to the point to where I feel like I'm going to throw up, because I eat so much of oh that popcorn God, whenever so I go good. to the movie theater. So good. It's, like, I genuinely feel that it's bad for oh, me, yeah. but I still eat, like way too much of it anyways large, like i genuinely leave it? the movie theater girl i literally feel like i'm gonna throw up every time i leave the movie yep. theater i'm not joking but i do it every time mm-hmm. i do it knowing mm-hmm. that i'm gonna feel like i'm gonna throw up mm-hmm. anyways um <laughs> so i'm about to say the most probably blasphemous thing i'm gonna say i don't want to say ever on the show because i have a lot of blasphemous things with my upbringing but i've never seen the first coming to america so this is gonna be <laughs> Wait. Why do I need to wait, watch the first... Wait, wait, wait. That means <laughs> Y'all thought Maddie's seeing FCU birth. Yeah. What that means you don't actually understand why my cat is named Billy Ray Valentine. Girl, I don't understand none of the references from that shit. People be saying all kinds of stuff from there. They're like, you know what that's from? No, I fucking don't. I have like a list of fucking <laughs> black movies that I have watch to watch. This. Literally, I turned on Blue Streak mm-hmm. the other day with Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. It was on Netflix. I saw it and I was like, oh, this looks good. Let me turn this on. So I was like, I was trying to like act all chill, like turn it on. My husband's like, are you watching Blue Streak?" I said, have you seen this? He's like, yes, I've fucking seen this. I said, God damn it. <laughs> I was trying to stump you. I said, he said, any black movie you turn on from like ever, yeah. anything past like, I would say maybe like the 80s. Yeah. He's like, I've seen it. Yeah. Like, you're not going to catch me off guard. I'm like, fuck. Yep. But no, I haven't seen it don't come at me i already know you need to watch it i know i'm not gonna watch the second one before i watch the first okay. one this is this is a clear fact coming to america is just freaking saying iconic like i i know iconic. and i know literally my cat billy ray is named after one of the freaking characters in the movie like his name is so funny like that's the whole joke. That's why his name is Billy Ray. <laughs> like... Okay, don't come at me. I literally thought his name was named after Billy Ray. No, Cyrus. I'm not no, gonna fucking bullshit Billy you. Ray That's why I was like, okay, haha, Billy no. Ray. No, I'm just now learning this. And it's from it's that Billy movie. Ray Valentine. It's from Coming <laughs> to America, and oh my god, yes. Okay. I okay. Billy this, Ray is, Ray this is this is funny. my homework. I know I have to watch it. I have so many movies on my list that i have to watch okay Mm -hmm. i did not grow up watching black movies i was not exposed to black movies until i was like late high school early college okay so i have a list of plethora of fucking movies to watch so i will be watching that but i wanted to add it to the list because i know people are looking forward to it so just wanted to put that out there i'm gonna call myself out i'm not seeing coming to america I haven't seen a whole bunch of classic movies, but we're not going to get into the list of Black movie story as a scene because there's a lot. I was wrong. Billy Ray Valentine is from Trading Places, not from Coming to America. And the only reason okay. I get those two confused is because they're both 80s movies with Eddie Murphy in them. And, like, the okay, gotcha. plot is – someone's probably going to come for me and be like, the plot's so different. I could watch those two movies and, like, you could play them for me. Start one and then just play all the way through to the end and I would not know the difference because the plot line in both of them is so similar to me that, like, yes. So... They're both 80s Eddie Eddie Murphy movies, but Billy Ray Valentine is from Trading Places, not Coming to America. They have the same cast, too, or, like, relatively the same cast, so that's where I screw Uh that up. However, that does not make Coming to America any less fucking funny. Like, that movie is goddamn hilarious. I love coming to america i love trading places like yes they are different i know they're different i know they're two different movies but i like (laughs) once i was talking about it i was like wait coming to america he's prince Akeem. wait right hang on something's wrong here so i like quick just did a google search and i was like oh crap i am thinking of the wrong movie anyways okay so it's all good i just had to get that out there (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. She's like, don't come from my head because we know we have some people. We won't name names, but he will be like, is this who you're talking? Are you talking about me? Yes, we're talking about Mm -hmm. you. Where are you going to come for us in our group chat saying, Maddie, that is from blah, blah, blah. So you know who we're talking about. He's going to come for me before I even get to to apologize. He's going to stage another freaking intervention. I'm going to be on intervention number freaking three. girl. Yeah, girl, girl, I'm going to have an intervention because they're going to find out I ain't seen coming to America, Mm, girl. But then he, then he gonna chime in. But we know because based on your upbringing, oh I, know. <laughs> I know, I <laughs> know. Okay, I know. Anyways, going uh, to America. a sigh. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Next we have Spiral. So Spiral is a horror movie, um, with Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. And it is a chapter of Saw. It's a new chapter of Saw. And the trailer, I watched the trailer, and there's a section in it where he picks up, like, a saw. And he's, like, his arm is attached to a pipe with handcuffs. And it felt very, like, original Saw vibes where he, like, saws off his leg, you know? So I'm, like, is this going to be corny? Is it going to be good? You know what I mean? Um but we don't see a lot of, like, black horror movies. And I feel like ever since we've gotten Get Out yep. and Us, I feel like we're starting to see more and more of those. Yep. And, I mean, I I genuinely love Jordan Peele's oh, movies. So good. Uh, but so Right but so far it seems like he's been the one to kind of spearhead that yes. so i'll be i'm interested to see how this is going to play out with because they they were kind of more up and coming actors mm-hmm. in those movies it wasn't necessarily like chris rock samuel jackson you know right. what i mean like so i'm i'm curious to see how this is going to pan out but yeah i just thought it was interesting have you have you seen the trailer for Mm-mm. it i haven't seen the trailer for it yet but i keep hearing about it and i keep i love horror movies so I'm feel like I need to see it. I know, that's why I put it on there. I I probably won't be making it a top priority to watch I it, will. but I know since you're like a big <laughs> horror person, you might like it and then you can give me the lowdown on if there's jump scares cuz if there's not jump scares then I'll watch it. But if there is, like Saw, I know is like gory yeah. and I've watched some of them and I'm not like a huge fan of like Torture, either. Mm -hmm. I can't fuck with torture. Like, torture is my biggest fear, genuinely. Like, if I were to die, please be in my sleep. Like, I don't want to die a slow, painful death. I don't think anybody does. But legitimate, like, torture, like, that, ugh, that, like, freaks me out. I can't even. Okay, next topic. (laughs) Space Jam 2. (laughs) Space (laughs) Jam! That, like, gives my whole body, like, cringe. (sighs) Space Jam 2. So, as much as... People gonna come at me. I'm not a huge fan of (gasps) LeBron, personally. I know. People gonna come at me. I've always thought he was a big baby on the court. I just off the court, amazing man. The things he's done for Mm -hmm. like he's truly done things for the black Mm -hmm. community. Truly. Mm -hmm. On the court, don't like him. I don't like him. He's great. Don't like him. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Something about him. He just you know, I'm like he he kinda gives me this vibe like I'm LeBron, but I'm LeBron. LeBron but I'm LeBron like, okay, bro, <laughs> you fouled. Get over it. Like he didn't fucking hit you. Right. Get up. Like, you know what I mean? So just little shit like that. But I'm curious to see how this is gonna pan out, you yeah. know, with uh Space Jam two. I know there really hasn't been too much revealed and I think it's coming out in July so as more and more kind of gets released on that kind of interested to see how they're gonna like what what could they do with the second one it's not like the first one left off there was no cliffhanger you know what I mean it's not like the first one left off with them being able to pick up a second right. one like I don't you know what I mean so I'm curious to see where that's gonna uh, pan out I haven't seen the first um, one in a long time so maybe I'll watch it tonight yeah no, it's really good. I love um, it. I just haven't seen it in forever. So sounds like I'll be Yeah, <laughs> I like the movies. Right. I like the movies where they put like cartoon yes. characters and real people. Yes. I actually just watched um Happy Time Murders <gasps> again, even though it's- I love Happy Time Murders. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Netflix, I think, is what I watched. Is it either Netflix or Hulu? I think so. I literally just watched. I I don't have cable, so it's either on Netflix or Hulu, one of the two. So if you want to watch it, it's on one of those. I love happy. I want to say Netflix, and then there's uh, what is it, Mr. Roger Rabbit? Oh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Thank you. Yes. So like ones where they where they put people and cartoons together. I love those movies. Mm -hmm. So it's always interesting to see how it, you know how it works out but yeah so I'm excited for that one and then Cinderella not too much out yet about that one but I know Billy Porter's playing the fairy godmother yes that's completely just switching up the whole like idea of what people thought fairy godmother would be or is or was right or however you want to put it so I think that's really cool to see more um inclusivity yeah seeing those gender roles kind of get um, switched or like he put it genderless right yep. so it's like anybody could play this role you yep. know what I mean so I think that's going to be really dope to see in film and especially so within too. a movie like Cinderella because it's such a classic like this is what Cinderella is this is how she looks this is who plays these roles like it's yep. very like I think the only one that was different which I love impossible impossible with uh, <laughs> Brandy <laughs> um but uh you know I genuinely I mean there's just so many that one's like my favorite Cinderella of course duh but um the whole cast or not the whole Mm -hmm. cast but like everybody is um black and you know so or of color I should say yeah versus it just being like okay everybody is gonna be you know typically what quote-unquote Cinderella is and then have a black gay fairy black mother uh, fairy black mother fairy god black mother wait let's make that <laughs> a thing fairy black mother I love that Fairy black mother <laughs> I love fairy black mother oh my god Fairy black mother so yeah so he's the fairy black mother but I think that that's gonna be dope especially like with them doing Little Mermaid 2 mm-hmm. um um In you know switching her which she has an amazing voice i mean it it shouldn't be about color and i feel like with a lot of movies it's it is about color it's like oh well you're not white so you can't play this role which again with hamilton Mm -hmm. it took me a minute to realize that that was his purpose right and so first i was like even myself i was like wait a minute why is george washington why is hamilton wait why is everybody not white but all these people are white and they were actually most likely slave owners during this time like what is happening is this supposed to be like for a reason like is this irony you know and then after I did more research I was like oh no there was a purpose okay I get his purpose now I get it but it really like the first time I watched it I was genuinely like I'm trying to get into this but I'm confused as to why everybody's black or of color like I was I wasn't mad about it I was just like Because I hadn't seen something like that, so which is why it was so popular, which is why it was so great, and now I get it. It was just at first I was like, "I'm so confused, what's happening?" So, I think breaking that wall, Mm -hmm. breaking down that wall of you know, oh well, this person has been historically white. Well, no shit, because a lot of these stories are white people from white America or Europe, like. They're going to be white, especially right. like when they're set in like the UK, like they are always fucking white. So, and I have not seen Bridgerton yet, so I'm excited to see that because yes. I know that there's more people of color, so I'm excited to see that, yes. but I digress. But yeah, so <laughs> I'm looking forward to the uh, Cinderella with the fairy black mother um, and <laughs> i love that very black mother oh goodness and then last but not least what if this was actually one that i just learned about today have you heard of what if i have not i saw it on here and i didn't know if you meant like you were (laughs) looking for another movie or i i wasn't gonna question it but okay i know i have not heard of it (laughs) Okay, so I just actually saw it today, like, shortly before we were uh, filming. Because I was just looking at, you know, some different things that are coming out. And it looks really interesting. Okay. It's a cartoon. Okay. It's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Okay. It's Marvel. Okay. And it's literally what it says. What if blah, blah, blah. And what it's doing is a spin on, like, the classic Avengers and superheroes. So, like, one of them was, what if... Captain America was Captain UK and she was a female. Like, I'm not joking. Like, literally, she came out of the pod and then she had, like, uh, the shield with the British flag on it and it was a female. And then later on, you see Captain America as a fucking zombie. Like, it's just like a spin on what if these events didn't take place. Interesting. As they are in the MCU. What if this happened? What if this happened? And with different characters. Like it's not just I mean, I just use that as an example because they right. had that quite frequently throughout the trailer, but just different perspectives, different, I guess, alternate universes, right? Because hmm. it mentions that in the trailer as well, talking about time and universe and, you know, realities and things like that. So I thought that was gonna be really interesting. And I'm I'm genuinely curious to see what kind of theories I don't want to say theories, but alternate realities, I guess, that they come up with for that. Because that's a very interesting concept to think about. Like, what if so-and-so was actually evil? What if so-and-so didn't do this, but they did this instead? Hmm. What would that change? How would that change this reality? So it's it's interesting. I didn't really see or dig too, too much into it. But from what I saw... I'm genuinely intrigued, and I'm like really impressed with Disney Plus because I feel like they're just pumping out content, which is good. I'm which not is mad about that. Awesome, I'm not mad about it. I need more content. Like, keep it coming. Like, we are still in quarantine here, so please keep it coming. Right. Speaking of Disney Plus, mm. speaking of Disney. FYI, Plus. spoiler alert. <laughs> don't don't stick spoiler around for alert. this section. Spoiler alert. <laughs> right. Right. Before I just start blabbing my mouth, because I have been so excited to talk about this. Oh, me too. We will, of course, always put in the description on when we are going to come back from WandaVision, because we will be talking a little bit about Black History Month, so stay tuned for that, because it will get really interesting. But we're just going to touch on WandaVision real quickly, because that's definitely on everybody's mind right now. So So, before we get to episode four, the big what-the-fuck moment, episode three... I definitely cried when she gave birth, not only once, but twice. And I was just so excited. I was like, oh my God, twins, Billy and Tommy. I was like... Cause when he first walked up, it was like, Oh, Tommy, I like lost it. I was like, Oh my God, they're going. He said that they can do Tommy. <laughs> like, uh, and then yes. she was like, Oh my God, there's another one. And she was just started screaming. And I was like, Holy shit. There's two. Then she was like, it's Billy. And I was just like, Oh, <laughs> when she said, Oh, you know, there's only way to one way to resolve this is if we have a girl or twins, fucking twin boys. Like I was just so excited. I was so happy for yes. them. Oh, it was amazing there were so many things that happened in that episode that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was just like what like i probably had to watch it like three times but my favorite scene was when like not even my favorite scene probably just like the co- most confusing scene for me was when vision is outside and the neighbor is like cutting through the cement yeah Tell me why, literally, as soon as you are like, the most confusing I said, if she don't say when he was chopping through the fucking cement, like, that, (laughs) I genuinely was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was hoping they would come back to it and it would have, like, some weird symbolism, but then they just, like, left it. And I'm like... And he goes, right. w- Vision's like, uh, you're a little too far, like, off the bushes. And he goes, oh, you're right, I am. And I'm like, then stop! <laughs> and then stares at him with this, like, stare and is like, yeah, I am. <laughs> like, some fucking psychopath right. is like, like I'm just going to keep going. I was like, right. yeah, good idea, Vision. Let's go back inside. Like, yeah. mm, take your ass inside. Oh, so confused. But no, there was so much, like... And I'm, and then at the point when they were sitting there talking and then they were, like, whispering, I'm like, y'all ain't slick. He no. can fucking hear that you're whispering, bro. Right. First off. Second of all, can you spit it out? Like, right. spit it out. What, like, do you realize what is going on here? Do you know that you're in here? Like, tell us something. What is happening? Right. Tell me. Oh, God. I was like, ugh. and then seeing how quickly time is actually progressing. That was, I think, a really key piece because we went from one episode to the next. So you don't really, or from the 50s to the 60s within the first two episodes. But then in the second one, you really saw how quickly time is progressing. Because she had the babies in the entire episode. Literally. Like, she went from, like, like you said, four months pregnant within, like, the last 12 hours Mm -hmm. to, oh, I'm about to have the baby in, like, two seconds. So Right. (laughs) Babies. (laughs) I love it. But, um... (laughs) It was, it just really put into perspective how quickly things are moving and how much Wanda affects that. Cycle. City? Yeah. I guess you, town, town or whatever. Because when her water broke, everybody's shit was flooding. True. When she was having contractions, the power went out for everybody. Like she affects literally everything. And then you have Geraldine who's playing along Now we know she's legitimately playing along like she's not being controlled by Wanda Mm -hmm. because then she slipped up and Wanda was like, what the fuck did you say? Right. Like she literally snapped on her ass. So now we know she went in, was able to kind of get some intel like this whole time, even when we saw her on the second episode and she's like, oh, your pants are so peachy keen. Like, right. She was playing that role. Right. So it's interesting to see how she's progressed as well with time, but Wanda doesn't control her. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious about that. I don't know if they're going to touch on that as well. I hope they do. Right. Now that she's out, like, is she going to be like, bro, this is what I had to right. do. This is what happened, you know? But I literally had to Google like what, like I didn't know what the sword symbol looked like. I didn't yeah. know who sword was because I didn't read the comic books. Yeah. But they addressed that switch from, space to weapons Yes, in the fourth episode as well. I noticed that after watching it the second time because he had made the comment like she's like, oh, how was the space program and blah, 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 blah. And they were like, oh, it's not going great. So we switched from space to weapons. So I think they addressed that switch (laughs) seamlessly, but very quickly (laughs) where it was like, yeah, no, we're not doing the same shit from the comic books. We are now switching to (laughs) (laughs) uh, weapons. So yeah, I just... I had to Google that because I had no idea. Episode four, like just even from the beginning, I had goosebumps the entire episode. And I'm not even kidding when I say that. I'm getting goosebumps right now talking about it. Episode four was like seeing them, like everyone reform from the blip. I was like, girl oh yes I love this connection and yes it gave me goosebumps I was like oh my god oh my god they're coming back they're coming back like oh my god throw back like I was it's right b- losing my mind I was like this is so cool and then to see like all the people scrambling around trying to figure out what's happening I was like wow they really just reappeared where they were so Monica she reappears and she goes right back to work and I'm like Monica yeah. that's me I am me like if I were in that blip I would have come back out of the blip and I would have been like, all right, so my mom's dead. Uh, all right, Uh So I'm going to go back to work. Like, okay, I yep. need to figure out what the hell just happened. They're telling me I've been gone for three years. I wasn't gone for three yep. years. I swear to God, I just fell asleep for 20 minutes. My mom is gone. I'm going back to work. I'm going to figure out what's happening. I'm going to make this better. Like, I'm going back to work. So love the dedication, girl. Keep it up. Yes. And just... Everything else that happened from there, going back to work, finding out about Wanda's city or Westview that doesn't exist, and the cops are like, Right, no such place. I'm like, You're standing right fucking in front of it, buddy. Like, Right, come on, right. And then just like everything that happened with the sword, bringing in all these other different departments, and then we meet Kat Denning's character. Yes, badass bitch alert. Like, Yes, holy shit. She said, little boy, sit down. I'm going to figure this shit out. She figured that shit out with the quickness, too. She's yes! like, I can figure out how to communicate with her. I figured out that she's doing all of this through, like, radio waves and all this extra shit. Like, within two seconds of her literally showing up, she was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to need a fucking TV. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't get her that fucking coffee, man. No. No, get her some co- get her some fucking coffee. Can I get that coffee? <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, bruh, I've been doing all this shit. Y'all can't give me some fucking coffee. You ain't doing nothing, anyways. Jesus Christ. Ugh. No, I and and kind of to backtrack as well. Could you imagine like skydiving or taking a shit oh and then blipping back, and you're still doing that? <laughs> <laughs> like the pure confusion, first of all. Second of all, terror. Like, yes. you're falling from the sky, you blip. You come back and you're still falling from the sky. So, like, and, and then you have this, like, pure moment of, like, wait, did I fall asleep while I was, in the like, in the middle of falling? Like, right. And the fact that she thought she only fell asleep for, like, 20 minutes, but right. it's been, like, three years. Like, could you imagine, like, now my mind is, like, racing like, of all the different, completely different scenarios that you could be doing. Right. Like, what if in that three years, somebody else moved into your house and you blip and you're In bed, chilling next to some dude that you don't even know. You're like, "What the fuck? Why are you in my bed?" And you start tripping on him. You know what I mean? Like the the it's like a really I want to say the logic dream, right? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. So that that's just what was going through my head. But as soon as I saw those (laughs) like little flutters coming back to her hand, I'm like, "Holy shit! They're coming back!" Like that was the biggest like what the fuck moment. And then just from there, it just answered so many questions and to all those people who fell off at episode fucking two maybe even three we told you so that's Mm. all i'm gonna say we told you so we told you told you so no i'm i'm definitely looking forward to the next episode i still have more questions so so i'm i'm just looking forward to it so we shall uh, keep y'all updated here in uh, two weeks on oh. episode five and six. So I am looking forward to it. I, episode three, I was like, oh, I'll wait and I'll watch it when episode four comes out. And then Hell no. approximately two hours later, I was watching it anyways. So Girl, <laughs> you can't. This is one of those where I'm like, nah, there's no way. And then like, I'll forget it's Friday oh, and then God. I'll be like, oh, fuck. And then I'll like watch it randomly. Yep. So no, I feel you. I'm yep. the same way. Well, okay, so we are going to kind of dive into our final topic. So for those of you who have gone away from WandaVision, you may come back now. Yes. Welcome um who blipped out and podcast. came back. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but it is officially Black History Month. So Yay. we wanted to kick it off with just kind of some Black History Month chat nothing too in depth, nothing too sensitive you know we just kind of wanted to talk about our our thoughts and kind of just a little bit about the history of Black uh, History Month just just real briefly nothing too technical or anything but yeah so Black History Month kind of began in 1915. It was actually <laughs> I, I kind of like this uh, little statement here just so you can kind of see how long it took a half a century. After slavery was abolished. So it still took a long time to get to that point. And then it kind of evolved into uh, like Black History Week or National Negro History Week in 1926, specifically the second week of February to align with Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass's birthdays. This kind of started the, you know, um, events going on in schools and communities, you know, with celebrations, history clubs, performances, lectures, things of that nature. And then mayors started doing the same thing, you know, recognizing, still calling it Negro History Week. So Obviously, we still have a way to go. But then by the late 1960s, the Civil Rights Movement obviously, you know, uh, brought more growing awareness of Black identity to, um, I hate calling it this, Negro History Week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that just sounds so cringy. It just sounds so, like, 1900s. Right. Um, god um negro history week had evolved into black history month on many college campuses i'm sure more so hbcus than anything but then finally in 1976 president uh ford officially recognized black history month basically trying to bring national and public awareness to, I quote, seize the opportunity to honor the too often neglected accomplishments of Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history. So ever since then, there's been a Black History Month theme for the year as well. So this year's 2021 Black History Month theme is Black Family. So representation, identity, and diversity. So it's going to explore the African diaspora and the spread of Black families across the United States. So that's kind of what this month is focusing on this year, which is actually really interesting because you are starting to see more mixed families, I feel like. Yes. So I feel like that's a really fitting theme for our podcast, actually. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Growing up, I didn't really see too many mixed kids, especially in my area. I'm starting to see more and more of them. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be kind of the case, especially when you live in a predominantly white area. And, and, um, you know, I feel like you would see more mixed kids than black, full black kids, especially with where I live. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's... A whole nother topic for another day we're not even gonna get into that but <laughs> anyways so yeah that's just a little bit of history about black history month and i know something that me and maddie were kind of talking about prior to this was how people always complain oh my god about why do black people need a whole month and maddie why don't you tell us your uh your perspective on that <laughs> i mean <laughs> black people were only enslaved for like years and years and years it's fine it's fine we'll take it's the fine. month the shortest month of the year That's fine. But we'll take it. It's fine. I mean, don't forget, it's the shortest month of the freaking year. Like, literally, you could have picked any of the months. You could have picked July, August. Those two are the the two 31 month days that are right next to each other. I mean, if you picked July or August, I'd have been like, okay, I mean, it's a longer month. No, I'm not even going to give you that. It's the sh- no. shortest month of the year. It's not even a 30-day. It is 28 days, no. 29 days on a lucky year. Literally. It's the shortest month of the year. Suck it up, buttercup. Literally. Okay? Literally. Okay? Every time I hear somebody say that, I'm just like, bro. I want to punch them. All 11 months of the year are right for people y'all days. to do whatever whatever y'all want. We get one month to recognize black history. Oh, but then they complain about Juneteenth. Ah, Girl, we're... Look. Y'all have the 4th of July. Like, what? The 4th of July? (laughs) (laughs) Like, can we, like... (laughs) Bro, the 4th of July? (laughs) Like, do we know what the true meaning of the 4th of July is? Like... In comparison to Juneteenth. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I just, I, yeah, no, and y'all, literally, Okay, no, I can't. We're that's gonna be a whole digress. So we can digress about <laughs> Juneteenth and <in> June. <laughs> Girl, we will be doing a whole comparison. Um, no, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So the but shortest month, month I of the mean- year. <laughs> Literally the whole (laughs) fucking shortest month of the year is devoted to Black History Month. And I know for me, growing up in a predominantly white area, Black History Month was the same thing Mm -hmm. every fucking year. The same stories, the same people, which I think bringing awareness is great. Right. But legitimate, like, it could be verbatim from the year before. Right. I'm not learning anything new. No. And it was the same, like, three people. Right. Harriet Tubman, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. God forbid, Malcolm X. Oh, God. And Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. That was literally who we talked about. Mm-hmm. And the same things every time. Same videos. Yep. Yeah. Same reading material. Everything. And D, when my husband came from where he grew up, mm-hmm. which was predominantly black Mm -hmm. i learned about so many people he's like oh yeah for black history month i did a whole report on this person i said who is that please teach me (laughs) like who are these people i have never heard these people in my life and he's like you don't know who so-and-so is no no he's like you would walk down the hallways in the middle of the freaking fall and see these people on the walls. right I said, oh, no, 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 no. You never saw that. Ne- not even during Black History Month. Right. It was always Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King. Now, I'm not trying to diminish anything that he's ever done or right. any of the, these people have done. That is not what I'm saying whatsoever. But he was like what the I'm most saying white-watched. Is, that's what I'm saying. These are the most predominantly, like, peaceful, mm-hmm. anti-violence, I don't even want to say pro-white because that's not the right term, but just- yeah yeah and and you know it's me me and my husband we've had a lot of conversations about this where he's like i don't know if martin luther king knew that see people might be coming at me for some of the things i'm gonna say but for like forced desegregation Mm -hmm. because there came that came with ramifications you're Mm -hmm. forcing people to be together who don't want to be to be with one another right in the sense where white people did not want black people right involved right Right. like we saw a bunch of those situations where they were like get the fuck out of here this on the other right now if it was like okay if us black people had this area over here leave us the fuck alone right leave us alone let us do our thing y'all could do your thing now with that being said am i like is segregation a great thing has it turned into a great thing yes was it rocky at first hell yeah Mm mm-hmm is there things that maybe could have been done differently is could, could this been a different society if we weren't segregated, there's always those what ifs, right? Right. So we've always had those conversations about that and just kind of like played on different like realities or how things maybe would have panned out, you know, like would we have such racial tension if we didn't have forced segregation, uh, uh, forced desegregation? Right. You know what I mean? So I don't mean that in a bad way where I'm like segregation. No, no, I'm just saying (laughs) from the perspective, Of when you force people to do things. They get mad. It, it's it's not always great. Right. So, you know, when you see him, he was he was the more peaceful one. You know, I mean, there's all these, these, these people who were a part of history. And they played an amazing and important part of Black history. I am not trying to diminish that whatsoever. Right. Never, ever, never. But in the sense of Black history, there are so many other people who played a role. So many other people who had a part. And where we are today, Mm -hmm. not just within civil rights movement, but in in inventions, right, science, medicine, I mean, all these different things that aren't talked about at white schools. It's just those, those usually those three, maybe four people that they talk about. Yep. But it's always on the more, I guess I don't want to say censored, but like it's on the safe Less side it's not thank you you're not teaching you know all of this violence and all the bad things you're teaching all the good things right. you're teaching what they want to hear and whether or not like right. the people themselves were trying to whitewash what they were doing that is the most whitewashed version of it it is the version that fits right. their agenda of right. teaching what the white people liked and that yep. is exactly whitewashing history and people will what argue. made them feel comfortable exactly and people will argue and argue and argue and argue and argue that oh what well, history is not whitewashed history is not whitewashed and i'm like okay but if you go to different schools and different areas of the country and you listen to the way that different history classes are being taught it is so whitewashed because there is no like education regulation and i'm not like this is a whole other tangent like education in the u.s but there is no set like you have to learn this aspect of history you have to learn this aspect of history like different areas of the country get to determine what they are teaching to the children and like yeah that is where it becomes whitewashed is because if you go to a predominantly white area in a predominantly white state and a predominantly white school, you're going to hear predominantly white history. You're going to skip over slavery. You're going to skip over, you know, Malcolm X and all of these other, I guess, if you want to call them controversial black history leaders and individuals who influenced where we are today, you, they're going to skip all of right. that because that is not their determined agenda of what is okay and what is not okay. And that and that's something that I... Go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, and that's exactly how whitewashing history works. That is exactly what it looks like is because when you go to the predominantly black areas, you are going to hear about those people. And it's, it's not okay that you can take these two kids and just pluck them out of random places and then try to put them in the same place and they're not going to have the same knowledge of things. And what I'm talking about is when you have a kid from the East Coast who wants to attend a school on the West Coast and they right. come all the way over to the West Coast and they know more about one topic than kids on the East Coast or West Coast do. And they're all of a sudden put in this, you know, institution, this college institution where there's so much things that they don't know. And I've watched that happen with people who have come to the Midwest for school and the things that they know about even just like I have a friend who's from the East Coast, even just like government things like because they're in the center of government in the East Coast. Right they're learning way more about it because it's happening in real time right in front of them. Whereas kids in the Midwest, schools in the Midwest, they're not teaching that. They're not learning that. So you bring those people together and it's like, that's why colleges are liberal arts because most colleges are liberal arts colleges. That's why you have more of a liberal background because you're bringing all these people together and you're blending and you're diversifying and you're like doing all of these things. Because all of a sudden, all of these ideas that are being taught in different places are being, you know, melded down to what's coming out of a college. Exactly. No, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I think with the different areas as well, I mean, you still have, like, the South. I mean, the deep-rooted South, where they are going to definitely censor a lot of that information. I mean... Mm -hmm i mean it's ridiculous so i mean we're even seeing right now there's that bill that's trying to be passed where they're going to like change the whole curriculum to we're not even going to fully get into that because it's going to be a huge digress but um they're wanting to change the curriculum to where certain things aren't being taught and that's just to me not right i mean this is history you're talking about history you want to talk about all these other countries shitty ass history but but we're saints like and people are like no but we're no that's what you're trying to do because you still have fucking statues right. of Confederate soldiers right. who own slaves. But yet you're saying this isn't OK, but we'll we'll, we'll still have this because they were, you know, they were they were part of the Confederacy. They, they were this. They were that blah, 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 blah. No, yeah. <laughs> no. Take that shit down. First of all, right. <laughs> second of all, you need to teach that history because it's you important. are you if you don't. That, I mean, it's it's Exhibit A right here. The oppressor is not going to teach <laughs> about what they've done. Mm-mm. They're going to make it believe, make make this next generation believe that the other side is just, they're just tripping. They don't know what they're talking about. Nah. No. Yep. Because if you truly teach what happened and what's what went down, you're definitely going to be looked at as the bad guy. Yep. For sure. Yep. For sure. Like, there's shit that's still going on. Mm -hmm. in africa that that white people are doing that people don't talk about that's Mm -hmm. not mainstream that's not in the news constantly but it's still going on exactly and it's it's just so sick it is just so sick my mom is totally gonna use this as an example to help me like figure out this work drama i'm going through (laughs) she's legitimately going to be like you know what you talked about in your podcast about how the oppressor is not going to teach to right those that are <laughs> oppressed she's gonna be she my i can hear her right now my mom is about right. to be like you know that issue you're having at work this is exactly that you yeah. are the oppressed person and yeah. you know who the oppressors are. They're going to take the side of other oppressors. And if anyone from my work is listening to this, you know who I'm talking about and you know who I'm talking about and you're going to be like, oh, my God, it makes sense now. Right. Yeah, definitely. No, you're absolutely right. Yep. mhm, Because yep. mm-hmm. yep. I'm the problem, but I'm not. I'm not right. the problem. I'm a symptom right. of the problem. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of kind of going back to your concept of you know liberal art schools and, and liberal colleges though, I do remember when I went to college like we didn't really necessarily have the same like in in high school like Black History Month. Mm-hmm. like we did, but it wasn't like it was fully taught, right. But I did take, and I did have more like black studies courses available to me where that's just what we talked about, like throughout the entire course. So I do know that there was more of those options available, but just as a whole, like it wasn't necessarily a huge piece of the month within our coursework, Okay. but depending on the courses that you had, you did talk about it. So like if I was taking more like business oriented classes and math classes that that semester, and it just coincidentally happened to be during Black History Month. Like, we weren't talking about that. You okay, know what I mean? Yep. But when I had my Black, like, I actually had a mixed, uh, what was it called? The Biracial Experience in America. Ooh. And it was about being mixed in America. And our teacher was mixed, black and white. Majority of the class was black and white. It was the best class because it was literally like a therapy class for us. Like, I it was supposed to, to be go more take about class. history girl it was amazing like the best class i've ever taken in my life but it was literally about the biracial experience of being and 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 he made that comment as well early on in the class where he was like this isn't just about being black and white i'm black and white i know the majority of us in here are black and white but there are people who are mixed Yep, genuinely mixed there's people who aren't mixed right who are genuinely just wanting more information and then we actually had this um old white guy in our class he never spoke He never said much except we got to this one part where we were doing um we kind of had like a little project where it was like you know why did I take this class mm-hmm. you know and a lot of us were like I mixed I mixed I mixed I mixed I wanted to you know blah blah, blah. Yep. so a lot of the stories that I heard especially with people in my area that was the big piece hearing stories from people that grew up in the same area that I did yep. and I was like wow I'm not fucking crazy this should happen to everybody like right. you know obviously it's different scenarios but similar stories being called names and different things like that and then this uh old white guy he spoke up and he was like you know I haven't really said much during this entire class I myself my grandson is mixed he is black and white and I wanted to get more insight and more knowledge into the experience that he has in America because of the stories that he's told me and the things Mm -hmm. that he's experienced so I wanted to take this class to learn more and hopefully hear more about other things of uh, other stories that mixed people in this area go through He's like, you guys have really enlightened me. I mean, like we were crying, like literally half the class was fucking crying because we were like, oh, my God, like you are grandpa from fucking heaven. Like, thank you. Like, this is what a lot of us are like, shit, if my grandparent or if my my mom or my dad or my brother or my uncle or whoever had the same mindset. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Because um, a lot of us do have those people in our family who are not okay with it or who aren't okay with people of color or um diversity or mixed or you know whatever it may be lgbtq i mean the list goes on but for this man who i think he was like in his fucking 60s right right to sit here and say i'm going to spend money to go take this class for a whole semester he was there every day early stayed the whole i mean taking notes the whole nine I mean, he didn't say much, but he was taking in so much information because a lot of it was we didn't really have too much homework for the class. Like it genuinely was kind of like a therapy class is what Mm -hmm. it turned into. We didn't have tests or anything like that, but we were just in there just talking and sharing our experiences. And this man just took in so much information and I was just like, oh, my God, like. We all after that were like, can you please be our best friend? Like once we realized like why he was here, mm-hmm. it was just, it was just amazing. I mean, I know like me and a few other people I looked over, they were like teary-eyed, like, oh my God. And, and, you know, a lot of us kind of spoke on that as well. Like after he went, we were just like, thank you. Like a lot of us were like, thank you, right. you know, for being here. We want to help answer your questions and to help your grandson and you have a, a good relationship so you can understand. I mean- that was just the most enlightening class I've ever had and just hearing his whole situation. And, you know, he's like, here's pictures. And, like, we were genuinely, like, curious after that point. We're like, ooh, like, you know, like, right. how old is he? And this, not the other. I mean, and he was about my age, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you're absolutely. Right. I mean, like, a lot of people usually come together at, at colleges, but we never really spoke about Black History Month unless if it was somewhat related to the class, like if it was a history class or, you know, had to do something with, I guess, anything that had to do with, like, America. I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. (laughs) Like we weren't talking about it like in math class or science. Right, 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 right. So, but yeah, that was probably my most positive experience with with college and just feeling fully welcome. I was literally in a room full of like mixed kids and I was, or not mixed kids, but mixed adults. It was just amazing. So. Yeah. College is like, that was probably my favorite part of college was meeting with people who were of the same like, mentality. Now, I still went to a predominantly white college. I mean, just given right. where I'm from, that's kind of all you get. But still, it was, like, you still had those other students who were there who understood it. You had those white students who wanted to understand it. And, I mean, it was it was awesome. Like, it could not have asked for, like, a better... I mean, college in general could not have asked for a better experience just because you get to meet with so many like-minded people and when I say college in general I include my senior year of high school that's a whole other tangent but like I went to you know that different boarding school which was like kind of like pre-college for me and I got to meet with students already there that were from different backgrounds and different countries and it was like a mini college and then I went to college college and I just so amazing such an amazing experience I learned so much about myself and just everything and yeah it was incredible yeah no I agree definitely agree Okay, well, definitely stay tuned uh, for our upcoming episodes. We are going to kind of stay on this Black History Month theme. Every week we will be touching on a different aspect of Black History Month, uh, whatever that may be. But definitely we'll kind of keep this going throughout the month. Maybe even talking about somebody specific from Black History or an event uh, and our take on it. And uh, yeah, so definitely stay tuned for that. Well, that definitely uh, wraps it up for this week. We appreciate you joining us and hearing our stories today. Definitely tune in next week. We will be diving into uh, mental health, some new music, and also, again, touching on Black History Month, monetization of Black History Month. So stay tuned for that. That would be very interesting. Again, we are your hosts, Maddie and Tori. We look forward to chatting with you next week right here on Mix Chicks, Chicks Lifestyle. Lifestyle.